Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Health Shift, the podcast that supports the evolution of wellness on all levels. Today I'm doing a solo cast about ways to consider supporting moving through the post-traumatic COVID stress. The statistics are staggering for depression, anxiety, suicide, and job burnout. How are we to cope, catch up, to feel safe and on stable ground? And add to that the extreme temperatures around the country, early fires that are stressing the water supply and adding to the unhealthy air quality, which worsens the cardiorespiratory issues for the vulnerable populations. Listen to the news and there are shootings, lootings, anger and unrest. How can we cope, create resilience, regain a hopeful outlook? As I listen to a variety of teachers, mentors, philosophers, and healthcare professionals, I do continue to feel hopeful for humanity. With every transformation for growth, there is chaos, unrest, and discomfort. Looking out into the unknown can be scary, but it also provides a great opportunity to write a new script, to create new and better ways of doing things. And we're seeing this parallel at the same time. So let's just think about some of the new ways of being. B Corp, they're called certified B corporations. They're a new kind of business that balances purpose and profit. They're legally required to consider the impact of their decisions on their workers, customers, suppliers, community, and the environment. This is a community of leaders driving a global movement of people using business as a force for good. Some examples include Patagonia, Seventh Generation, Dr. Bronner's, and Badger Skincare, just to name a few. The Center for Mind-Body Medicine. In 1991, Dr. James Gordon, a Harvard-educated psychiatrist, founded the Center for Mind-Body Medicine, or known as CMBM, a nonprofit center dedicated to education, training, and healing trauma on a global level. Upon attending one of his training sessions a few years ago, I was so impressed with the depth of whole person healing that he brought into the sessions. He coined the phrase soft belly breathing as a way of calming the nervous system while focusing on the breath. He also emphasizes the importance of natural foods and trains large groups on simple preparation methods for vegetables, whole grains, and both vegetarian and flesh proteins. He trains everyday people to become facilitators, and this has become a signature for his success. We often hear of peer mentorship, which may break down the barriers to trust and cost for vulnerable populations. He's also very forward thinking with regard to emotional well-being, supporting the renaissance of psychedelic medicine and treatment resistant depression and PTSD, as well as heart coherence that is used in heart math. I've become passionate about learning about the great potential that psychedelics have to offer in many arenas. I came late into the learning about this medicine due to fear and the reputation that these drugs had years ago. It was during my own cancer journey that I learned about them and subsequently used them to support significant side effects from chemotherapy and long-term antibiotic use. What I had also experienced was being able to tap into grief that I had held on to from many traumatic experiences. My usual MO had always been to just pick up by the bootstraps and move on. And now I know that my way of protecting myself did not allow me to really feel and process my grief. 
So here I am continuing in the science department and being the science experiment of life, which also brings me to the research on safety and efficacy of true healing on all levels. I've always been passionate about mental health and believe that part of my reason for existence is to support others in their emotional healing journeys as well as their physical health. From the time I was a little girl, my mom was the one who took in her sister, one of my favorite aunts, when she was having breakdowns. And we frequently visited her at various hospitals and mental health facilities. And I remember some scary times, but in general, engaged in conversations, smiling, acknowledging people with these challenges. And later in life, my two husbands were challenged with emotional instability and illness. And while these were very difficult at the time, the lessons that I've learned and the resilience that I have gained and the wisdom to share with others are gifts that far surpass the pain. As I've worked with hundreds of clients over the years, many on standard antidepressant medications often experience the side effects and health challenges, including changes in blood sugar, blood pressure, weight, and lipids. Some cause tremors and gastrointestinal disorders. Psychedelics, when used appropriately, may diminish depression in only one or a few sessions as compared to weeks or months for SSRIs to show an impact. An additional benefit is the increase in BDNF or brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which supports neuroplasticity in the nerves of the brain. This allows for greater capacity to be more flexible with our thinking patterns and also to help increase our learning and memory. There's still a lot of research to be done with regard to dosing, indications, and contraindications, but the future is promising. We sure are in exciting times when it comes to more options for treating mental and physical health. Another aspect that contributes to overall health and mental health are the environments in which we live and work. As urbanization has increased, a noticeable increase in cardiovascular illness, depression, and violence has also occurred. And while there are many factors to consider, one is the lack of nature. Biophilia, meaning love of nature, focuses on humans' innate attraction to nature and natural processes. It suggests that we all have a genetic contention to the natural world built up through hundreds of thousands of living organisms in years in agrarian settings. This is written by Oliver Health, Biophilic Design. I recall while in college in the late 70s during my environmental psychology course, this very concept being discussed, only the term biophilic was not even coined at the time. There were countless research studies showing how physical and emotional well-being is impacted positively by having nature around us. We can simply change our environment by adding some plants, which also clean the air and allow for better oxygen availability. I prefer to spend more time listening to podcasts and reading information that is inspirational on multiple levels. And I suggest that you consider to do the same. A little dose of the daily news to stay current is fine, but surround yourself with positivity. Your body, brain, and heart will like it and maybe love it. <laughs> so just to recap, when you are Googling around, Check out B-Core, that's B-C-O-R-P-S. Check out the Center for Mind-Body Medicine and also the HeartMath Institute and bring nature into your home. Listen to positive podcasts and audiobooks, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. 
Unlocking Us by Brene Brown, Super Soul by Oprah. And if you like this podcast, please rate, review, and share. I am on a mission to change the current paradigm of healthcare and mental health care. Until next time.